Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 131 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Sometimes I I read those numbers and I can't even believe that we're still doing this. Episode 131, that is crazy. And you guys are here, you keep listening. We're so grateful for that. Um, You know, we talk about the three E's, uh, entertainment, encouragement, and equip. We wanna entertain you, we wanna encourage you, we wanna equip you. That's why we're here. Last week we added some other E's. Okay. If you missed last week, you need to go make sure you listen to that. Because when I, when I think, you know, I'm still thinking extra. I mean, and I mean like extra, when I think of extra, I think of big Yonce and she's back this week, guys. I'm back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm extra like a bougie coffee order. Oh man, here I am again, but it's so good to be here. These these conversations are so refreshing and I hope that you guys feel that way too, that when you, you click on this podcast that you you have a good time or maybe you sit back and just think that we're insane. But either way, <laughs> we are we're so happy to be here. Listen, we're gonna be doing the same thing that we do. We like we always gotta laugh. We're gonna be sharing Absolutely. some prayer concerns, making everybody laugh. Um, Brian and I had the opportunity to have an incredible conversation with Andrea Olson from the Overflow Worship Conference. That was really powerful, awesome. really great. We're gonna be sharing that interview with you. Um, but before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about Planning Center? Absolutely. So Planning Center, if you don't know what Planning Center is, it imagine the greatest thing you've ever imagined. And that's going to be pretty close to Planning Center. <laughs> so Planning Center, they make software that is designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. That's a set of online software products you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them together as a full church management system. You can always try any product free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing. Now, Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. You can always check it out, planningcenter.com. They are the best. The best. The absolute best. The absolute best. (laughs) Undefeated. The Michael Jordan of church management software. Do they should, they should market that. They really should. I, I just wrote it for you guys. You did. You did. I just wrote it for you. Better trademark, <laughs> trademark it real quick. <laughs> Let's so take it for our you? own. Take it for our own. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. How about you? I am. You know what? I'm good. I've been a little under the weather mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. I can feel myself coming out of it. Yeah. Which is really, really great. That's good. Um, you know, like allergy stuff, cough, mm. hard to sleep, you know, with that cough. And so, yeah, I can feel myself coming out of it, which I am. That's good. Soups glad about. <laughs> Totes. <laughs> Totes my goats. <laughs> oh, man. Brian's, Brian's slang is it's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out. Of, okay. So but I don't think we've ever talked about this. Mm. So I took a lot of 
heat back in the early days of the podcast for talking about Starbies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there is this girl on TikTok, Anna something, and she has millions of followers. And her big thing is to go, her big catchphrase is another day, another Starbies. Oh man. And I was like, validation. <laughs> validation. I do love that you call it Starbies. I really do. <laughs> and what's you even know, funnier I've, is you don't like coffee. I don't. I don't. I've probably been to Starbies less than five times in my life. When people haven't been followers of the account, like as long, if they're newer, I, I love when we throw terms out like that. Like what is Starbies or what's Questies? <laughs> Somebody once on the account wrote back, what does Questies mean? I'm like, you got to go, you got to go way back. <laughs> go way back. You know, I, I, I guess I fool myself into thinking that some of these things are really a part of the, you know, the conversation of the day. No. And often they are not. No, they're not, but they're fantastic. And you keep being you, Brian, please don't ever change. Please don't change. Oh gosh. Um, okay. So you guys, if you could, I wish you could, sometimes recording the podcast is kind of incidental <laughs> to the conversation that we have. So Jen and I will schedule a time and then we hop on zoom and we talk about the episode and then we talk about probably a thousand other things. And then we're like, oh yeah, we need to record, <laughs> we need to record a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk footwear. I love it. How's yeah. that for a ham handed segue? <laughs> strong. What, <laughs> what, <laughs> I got a questie for you. Uh, in terms of footwear, what is your footwear of choice? Um, I'm a, I'm a sneakers. Do you call them sneakers? Tennis shoes, whatever you call them. I'm, yeah. I'm that kind of yeah. a girl that are barefoot. Sneaks. 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 <laughs> I'm sneaks. I love, <laughs> I love my Nikes, my Adidas, my Vans. I'm a sneaks kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of exclusively Adidas. Are you? I pictured yeah, you I really to be like, like a socks and sandals kind of guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, I'm, I will say this. I'm not a sandals guy. Mm. I am not. I do not have a lot of confidence in the appearance of my feet. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so they're always, they're generally <laughs> going to be covered uh, in some way. Um, yeah. Well, and I imagine where you live too, sandals, you, they might not be as necessary. Whereas here in Phoenix, to, I was yeah. telling you, like we're going up to like 113, 115 next week. And grief. the less you can cover on your body appropriately the better. <laughs> like you got to, it's just like flip flops, anything to help your feet breathe. Cause you're literally sweating from every, <laughs> every I inch of your imagine, body. Man. So yeah, it's more imagine. of a, it's more of a non, a non optional type of thing, but yeah, typically, typically sneakers. Okay. Wait, so you're, you're an Adidas fan then. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Adidas guy. Okay. Sometimes I'm in the, uh, I'm, I'm in the, uh, what are they called? Ultra Boost or something like that? Oh, is it, is it that cloud foam stuff? The oh yeah, that's that's magic, good. That's man. good stuff. That's yeah, ma that's magic. I do have some like some fashion, mm. like in the blues. I've got a couple of blues. I've got um, some. Well, I've got one of the uh, like the original Adidas has like the original whatever the guy's name is Stan maybe something, whatever. Like they're the real plain right Adidas. Like really back in the day, I got I got one of those. Um, yeah, I'm an Adidas guy. Nice. For comfort. Okay. Go for comfort. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. Comfort. I go for comfort too. I go for comfort too. <laughs> we used to have this, uh, this rule on our stage when I first came to the church, it wasn't my rule. I inherited this rule. Mm -hmm. No tennis shoes. Right. 
Um, we we kind of started wearing tennis shoes. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My pastor did it first. We waited for him. And when he did it, the rest of us started doing mm-hmm. it. Well, let's be real. Okay, so I've gotten so used to wearing tennis shoes, you know, Converse, that kind of thing. Nothing with any kind of a heel on it that when I do wear something, I'm, I'm actually too scared to wear a dress shoe or something that might, you know, where I'll lose my balance or fall over. I'm like, I'm, I'm now scared to wear shoes like that. I, I need I can't this. Imagine. I need the security of, of the tennis shoe. So yeah, but, I can't imagine wearing those heels, man. No, no, it's, it's no fun. No fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I bet those sneaks, all your, all your, uh, custom color sneaks, I bet those go pretty well with your, uh, WLP merch. You know, I try, mm-hmm. I try. You coordinate. I try to, you get that color I coordination. Made, I just made a massive order for myself. <laughs> from the from the online store at worshipleaderprobs.com. I'm I, I'm waiting for the packages to start come nice. coming to the house because Kim is gonna be like, huh. <laughs> so now I have to worry about you buying your own your merch. own merch. Oh man. <laughs> we need an intervention. Oh, oh, today I was at Costco, right? I'm checking out yeah. with Kim and this this kid, super friendly. He's looking at me and so I knew we were going to be recording, so I'm I'm head to toe, you know, worship leader prop stuff. And he goes, "Hey man, I follow that account. I think it's hilarious." I was like, "Really? What do you like about it?" And so he started, you know, it makes it real approachable for those of us who serve on. And they serve in a he serves on a large team here in the area. And and uh, I was like, "Well, let me just tell you, I'm really glad that you're enjoying it." And he goes, "Wait a second, <laughs> are you the guy?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, I mean." I guess, yeah, I'm the guy, and he he was he was, it was cool. It was a cool moment. So, so it's your first like celebrity uh, being spotted as a celebrity at Costco. Yeah, exactly. Did you get his exactly. name? You're gonna shout him out. Roman. Shout out to Roman at Costco. Shout out to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was okay. So since we're talking about being spotted in public, I had to run a Walmart the other day. Which let's just be real. When you're running to Walmart, one doesn't care about their appearance. Nope. Peopleofwalmart.com. Right. <laughs> it's not even like they have a bar of standard. It's non-existent. Yeah, it's, you but do I, you, boo. You do, yeah. So I'm just running there real quick to grab some stuff, but I realized I was in my WLP shirt, and I was like, oh, no. I really hope <laughs> that nobody in this Walmart <laughs> listens <laughs> to WLP, because this, this, be, this could be pretty bad. <laughs> so. Did you see anybody? No, I didn't, thank God. Okay, so... People in the greater Phoenix area. No, no. <laughs> Be on the lookout <laughs> at the Walmart. What's that smell? You need to... Oh, gosh. She's out we need there. A sh- we need a shirt that says, what's that smell? Oh, man. You're dangerous when it comes to <laughs> the merch. You're just... Oh, my goodness. So bad. So, Jen, you know, it's just a couple months away now. Oh, I can't wait. Experience conference. I can't We're gonna wait. All get to get, yeah, exactly, man. It's going to be so much fun. You got to, guys, you got to go get yourself some WLP merch mm-hmm. and wear it to Experience Conference. Okay. It's going to be fire. Go to experienceconference.com, check it out. The lineup is killer. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Joe L. Barnes from Maverick City Music. We've got Brandon Lake. We've got Natalie Grant. We've got Chris McClarney. We've got Vertical Worship. Mm-hmm. We've got your your favorite Pastor Scott Long here will yeah. be speaking. Um, there are more 60 workshops. It's just going to be awesome. So right. go, go to experienceconference.com and register today. Plan on joining us. It's at Walt Disney World. We're going to have an absolute blast hanging uh, as a WOP family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to record an episode of our podcast with a live audience. It's just going to be awesome. 
So come, man. It's going to be fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Speaking of fire, you know, something that always burns the house down. (laughs) 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 Maybe... (laughs) Maybe even burns our confidence just a little bit in our security as leaders is uh, is prayer concerns. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brian, why don't you go ahead and swing us on to a little segment we like to call prayer concerns? On the Mount Rushmore of setup <laughs> moments. For prayer concerns, that is, that may be the George Washington. Is he on Mount Rushmore? I think so. I don't okay, yeah, he, he ought to be so. if he's not right. Okay, so that's 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 our that's our Washington right there. Nice. So, okay, if you're new to the podcast, prayer concerns, church people, they say all kinds of stuff to you, right? And that's what prayer concerns are. We take those and people send them in from all over the world. Maybe, maybe they use the, the connection card prayer request section to tell you that the hazer is bothering their corn allergy, or <laughs> they didn't understand the lyrics to a song or the sound is too loud or whatever. Maybe they use the chat of your live stream. Maybe they use a Google or Yelp review. Uh, send those in to us at worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns uh, tab and uh, we'll never share your name or, or your church's name. Um, but we love to, uh, I think I can safely say we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. It's together. Right? We're, we're in because this together. We're in this together. Yeah. We are all in this together. So let's jump right in. Prayer concern number one. And it says, I was sitting on the cajon playing it for our church. And I was told by an elderly sister that my position was unladylike and suggestive. Maybe I should play side saddle. No. (laughs) (laughs) What would that even look like? Can you picture them turned sideways on the box? (laughs) With both arms reached over. Like (laughs) that would be, that would be the most awkward Awkward go home. <laughs> That'd be so bad. So bad. So, oh, wow. Come okay. on, fam. Thank you, yeah, sister. Side saddle go home. <laughs> All right. Number two, prayer concern number two. Uh, this, this one actually came in from a member of the, uh, the worship team. And it says, the person who plays the same interest instrument as me has been on too many weeks in a row. I should be playing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. That's some boldness right there. That's... <laughs> Exactly. Come before the throne Somebody of grace the boldly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Come on, fam. Oh, Come on. All right. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, it says, so I'm a worship leader at a small church. Some members would prefer three hymns over our balance of two contemporary songs, one hymn style service. One member in particular has number one, booed me during the service. <laughs> Number two, told me I was doing a bad job. And number three, tells me every week I need to play more hymns because, quote, this new crap you're singing isn't worship. <laughs> I'm just picturing, boo! Can you in the imagine? Middle, in the middle of worship. Like, <laughs> nothing says oh. I love the Lord like booing yes. leadership. Yes, nothing says I love to worship the Lord like making it about yourself and your preferences. Oh my gosh. I'm just oh going to. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is really something. Oh man. That's a, that is next to come on fam yeah, in the dictionary that, is that prayer concern. Yeah. So come on fam. Yeah. 
All right, number four, prayer concern number four. I'm on the in-house sound team, and I got feedback recently saying, quote, I could barely hear my wife over the worship leader. <laughs> and he says, well, yeah, the worship leader was, you know, leading worship. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, people. Turn like, down the, who's the guy who's leading guy? up there? Turn him down. I need to hear the harmony. That's what I want to hear. I want Turn to my wife up. <laughs> Come on. Come on, fam. Oh, oh, number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, we recently started using haze in our service. After last Sunday's service, we received a comment from an elderly lady that simply said, Please deactivate the dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> deactivate. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, fam, those wow. are prayer concerns. Keep them coming in. Go to a, a worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab. Uh, submit that. We never get your name, so we couldn't share it if we wanted to. So you'll always be anonymous. Uh, you can also DM those uh, to us on Instagram. Um, well, as Jen said earlier, we recently had uh, the opportunity to make a new friend, and you're going to love uh, this conversation. So let's jump right in uh, and introduce you to Andrea Olson from Overflow Worship. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is excited to have Andrea Olson with us today. Andrea, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, we're glad to have you. I'm glad to get to know you a little bit. And uh, thanks so much for uh, for all that you're doing for local churches and their their teams. That is uh, that's our heartbeat. And uh, we love, love, love talking to people who have that same passion. Thank you. Well, me too. It's so fun to meet people who have that same passion because we can Absolutely. be excited together. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrea, obviously 2020 was an absolutely insane year for everybody. And it feels like maybe in 2021, we're all starting to kind of gain some ground and uh, regain our bearings. But how did you weather the storm last year, the last year and a half, maybe? Yeah, you know, it's it's been so interesting, and I think that's a common response from everybody. We're just kind of like, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we, you know, our family, my husband, his name is Gabe, and we have three girls, and we, in the last couple of years, have started uh, in more of a like hands-on extension of the ministry that I do. And so I'm going into churches and doing uh, workshops and that kind of thing. And so, you know, that obviously halted, but it was such a cool way to really connect with people on a different level because now all of a sudden everybody feels disconnected. And so they're mm -hmm. looking for any way right. to find that connection. And so, you know, things like I just felt prompted back last April to just start a Zoom link and make it live to all of our people and say, hey, every Friday at noon, I'm going to be here, mm -hmm. you know, and people would hop on, we would worship through like the awkward Zoom worship thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and one time I, my keyboard wasn't even on and I didn't realize it and nobody said anything that I was like worshiping acapella. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. It's like, well, that's okay too. But you know, things like that. It was just a 
a change of perspective because, you know, my, our family motto is uh, one of them is a change of pace plus a change of place equals a change of perspective. And usually we think, oh, vacation, like, you know, like something like that. But really a forced change of pace last year brought a huge change of perspective. And so uh, I'm, I'm grateful, even though there was a lot of, you know, hard with just that we all faced, right? It was, um, it was really filled with growth. And so I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about your story? Um, uh, We want to hear, of course, about the Overflow Worship Conference. It's coming in, in October, but Tell us a little bit about how, what's your ministry story? Like, how did you get started? Um, What led you to where you are now? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because I've started telling my story a little bit more lightly and there are some pieces that I didn't even realize were being put in place Mm. until I've started to verbalize like, oh my goodness, that's so cool that God was, you know, weaving that together even years ago. Uh, my parents did a, you know, traveling worship ministry to churches. And my, my dad was, he's kind of like a, a church leadership mentor. Mm. And so mm. I, I watched them do that my whole life and not really realizing that God was, you know, stirring my heart along the way. Mm. But, you know, after uh, my husband and I got married in uh, 2005, we started on staff at a church here in Minnesota and mm. he was the youth pastor and I was the worship leader. And, you know, it was one of those things where I wasn't necessarily looking for that job. I was 20. So I didn't really know what I wanted. Sure, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't right, know who right. I was or anything. <laughs> and, but in hindsight, you know, I'm grateful that the church leadership was just like, Oh, you're the youth pastor's wife and you sing. You can take it all, like (laughs) take over. The Lord provides. Uh Yeah. And um, it was such a great place for me to, uh, to learn and to grow. And it was a healthy space where they allowed me to learn and grow. And as a young worship leader, allowed me to make some mistakes. And, you know, I think that's really healthy too. It wasn't, um, you know, a, a really... Uh, nerve wracking time in my life where I felt like I had to be perfect and perform. They would just come alongside of me and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. help me grow. But the Lord really started to instill in me a passion, not only for the the local church people and worship, but also for raising up like leaders and pouring into team members. I used to, I started getting uh, parents coming to me because we had youth kids. My husband was a youth Mm -hmm. pastor and they would say, Hey, you know, little Miss Emily wants to learn how to play keys. Can you help her? Because nobody here knows how to do that. Like they won't Mm -hmm. bridge the gap between classical and, and, you know, modern worship music. And so it started so organically as just one student, one, you know, young adult who wanted to learn. And, uh, then in 2011, it was like, all of a sudden I'm, I've got all these little mentees that I'm, you know, teaching and, (laughs) and churches in the area started to just call and say, Hey, we heard that you will work with vocalists. We have a group of interns. Would you come and, you know, do like a little vocal workshop with them or come and train our band. And all the while I was teaching uh, private lessons full time and just not even 
not even making the connection (laughs) that the Lord was (laughs) putting all of these pieces in place. I was just kind of, I don't know, doing my thing (laughs) and not paying attention. So, uh, that's, that's really how this whole thing started, you know, overflow worship as it is exists to serve worship leaders and their teams. And, but I didn't, you know, it didn't officially become an organization until 2014, but it was that decade Mm -hmm. before of just these little seeds that God was planting along the way. Mm. That's so cool. That's That's awesome. awesome. So you mentioned, um, obviously, Overflow Worship Conference. So can you tell us then, what what did that journey look like with you getting involved and maybe expand a little bit more then on what the heart is of the conference? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, just to start where I left off was, you know, these churches were calling me and saying, hey, will you come train our teams or, you know, sing, lead worship with us. And, you know, I, in 2014, I really felt so strongly on my heart that I was supposed to start a conference. And it's so interesting because it's like, it made so much sense. Like I, I never thought of it, but as the Holy Mm. Spirit started to open my eyes to it, it made so much sense. And, oh yeah, okay, I guess I do know this worship leader from there. Maybe they would want to come and help, you know, teach and speak and that kind of thing. And so in 2014, I just, I had some people in my life who were really encouraging me like this is needed. Mm -hmm. You need to step into this. And it terrified me. I was so (laughs) nervous because it's like, we had to pay for all of it ourselves. Like what if nobody comes? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, all the things. And we, so it's, I reached out to some people that I had met along the way, like Mark Harris, uh, from Gateway and in, in Dallas and a gal named Shelly Johnson, who's in Atlanta area and asked them to come and help, you know, speak and lead and teach. And what started, how it started was I said, I want to train the whole team at these conferences. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just for the leaders or just yeah. for, you know, one part of the team. I want these people to bring their whole teams. And mm. the the churches that I've worked with along the way are small and medium-sized churches, kind of that serving 500 mm-hmm. or less yeah. uh range. And so really focusing on the unique challenges that they face, because we all face challenges, whether your church is 50,000 or five, there's challenges. They're just different, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what we focused in on that first year. And honestly, I thought I'm only going to do this one year, God, like I just, (laughs) this is really stressful. (laughs) But after the first one in 2014, it was so clear that something beautiful, had been birthed and I knew like this is this is the right path for us and so you know we haven't looked back <laughs> so that so, is so awesome so can I, I ask in the conference then what what does that look like then when it's a conference for an entire team is it is it breakout sessions the workshops like what does that look like yeah so we have kind of our main sessions like you would typically see at a conference where everybody's all together and uh, topically we focus you know more on general like leadership life leadership spiritual growth that kind of thing mm-hmm. so it really hones in on on everybody and then we break right. off typically into uh throughout the day, three different breakout sessions. And so each section of breakout sessions, it's hard to say fast, (laughs) is, (laughs) is 
kind of targeted to the different members of the team. So we'll have one class that is vocal coaching. We'll have one class that is for the sound techs, one class that is for the band, uh, you know, members. And then typically the, the keynote speakers who have come in from, you know, around the country to speak, then they'll also teach a session based on their their strengths like songwriting. Mm -hmm. And so something that we're doing this year, um, is we're having kind of our intensive sessions in the afternoon. So we're actually extending the time of those breakouts. Mm -hmm. They'll be almost two hours and very targeted to those specific members of the team. And my goal is to give people opportunity to learn in like a safe environment, a small environment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, You know, like, for example, one year we had a a partner who just loves the local church and wanted to help. And they're a a music store and distributor. And so they said, I can get eight personas digital boards and we can bring them in and we can set them up and you can have a sound tech hands-on clinic. Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, all these churches that were like, we want to buy a digital board, but we're scared of it. Mm -hmm. They actually got to touch one and see that it's not so scary, you know? So things like that is what we try to accomplish in those breakout sessions. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, gosh, I love the, I love the heart of that. And my, my guess is, so I'm in Indianapolis. We're in a part of the country that, um, lots of the like big kind of mega worship conferences don't come to Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And so my guess is you're probably in a part of the country that is the same way. So how cool that God raised up somebody right there Mm -hmm. uh, to do something that is going to meet needs in churches all over that part of the country. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the Overflow Worship Conference is coming October 8 and 9 in is it Wilmar? Wilmer. It looks like Wilmer. Wilmar. Wilmer. <laughs> Wilmer. Yeah. Wilmer, Minnesota. Um, you've got some really cool uh, people coming this year. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about who's coming and what kind of stuff they're going to be doing yeah. this year? Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to have Hope Darst coming this mm-hmm. year. She's just an amazing worship leader and, you know, songwriter. Absolutely. And just, so genuine. I I just loved when we sat and chatted about it for a while. I was like, I could just sit here and chat with her all day. You know, she's so Mm -hmm. genuine and has a ton of experience because she was on staff at a church, you know, for a lot of years before, um, you know, stepping out into more like a traveling ministry, but I know she Mm -hmm. leads at her home church too, you know, on the weekends. And, and so I'm so excited about that and giving people the opportunity to, uh, you know, sit, sit in a, I guess it's not a service, but for lack of better words and not have to do with anything, you right. know, these leaders can come and they can just be. And I, that's my goal with that. And so we kick off with a worship night on Friday night, the eighth. And so that will be led by hope and myself. And we just give people an opportunity to just pause and take a breath and be there and not have to serve or make anything work. (laughs) They don't have to fix anything that's broken. Um, and they can be there. And then Saturday is when we have all the sessions. And this year we have, uh, Clay Scroggins coming up from the Atlanta area to be one of our keynote speakers. And if people don't know, he is an author and a pastor at one of the North Point uh, campuses and just such an amazing heart for 
for pastors and leaders. And he, his book, how to lead in a world of distraction is Mm. fantastic for just timely, very timely. So timely where we are. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so that's my, that's my heart with, you know, inviting him to come is that with our theme of, you know, taking a breath and pausing that he would be able to speak those words of encouragement over people Mm. to, of Mm. how to apply that to their lives. That's so cool. And that's great. So you're saying, I, I love that the heart of the conference is to serve and support the entire team. I just think that that's, that's incredible. Um, so what do you see as maybe some of the biggest challenges that are facing, the biggest obstacles facing worship teams in the local church these days? That's a great question. I think one of the, well, one of the biggest ones right now is trying to find a a manageable path forward for like where we were Mm -hmm. and now what we were forced into with technology Mm -hmm. and live streaming and like surviving. Okay. So now we're not surviving. We're not in panic mode anymore, Mm -hmm. but we're tired. Yeah. So how do we find a manageable path forward that's sustainable? And I think that's really hard because, you know, everybody feels like, we need all these things now and we can't afford a live stream pastor or, you right. know, that kind right. of thing. And so right. that's one, that's one big challenge is just helping people try to navigate through that and figure out, uh, you know, to be like a sounding board <laughs> for lack of yeah. better words to help brainstorm through that. And I think the other thing is, you know, maybe the, the feeling of just that, you know, based on their church size, that if it's a small church that, you know, well, maybe we're doing something wrong or maybe, you know, there's something with our, or if your worship team is small, that's maybe even a more, a better, um, way to say it, that maybe they're doing something wrong and, and, you know, maybe they could recruit better or they could, you know, but the reality is, is we often have to take our eyes off of what's going on around us and all of what everybody else is doing for a moment, even though we can mm-hmm. learn from those things to make sure that we, it doesn't make us lose focus on, you know, our community and like, Hey, you know what, with what you got, it's, you can thrive with that and that right. that's okay. So those are some of the challenges that I hear over and over again uh, from mm-hmm. churches. Absolutely, man. It's a timely, it's timely to be talking about these things. That's for sure. So, um, uh, fam, you, if you go to overflowworship.com, uh, and register for the overflow worship conference, it's October 8th and 9th in Wilmer, Minnesota. Uh, make sure you do that. And after you register at checkout, use the code worship leader probs, and it's going to save you some money. Uh, you're going to get, uh, the, the, the lowest price. If you use that code worship leader probs, uh, when you go to check out and I hope lots of you go, I hope, uh, we'll be praying, uh, for sure as, uh, October 8th and 9th, uh, approaches, that's going to be great. Um, okay, Andrea. So, uh, we've asked every single person we've ever interviewed this very same question. We call it the big room question. And it goes something like this. Like if we gathered every worship leader, every production leader, every player, singer, pro presenter, op, lighting up, we, we got every volunteer, we got them all in one big, massive arena someplace. And we gave you a microphone to, to talk to them. What would you feel compelled to say to that group? 
That's such a great question. You know, I, I would feel compelled to say, no matter where you are, no matter what ministry God has called you to, whether it's big or small, it's easy, it's challenging, whatever it is, you can thrive with what you have where you are. And, you know, I think the, the caveat to that is as long as we are making those investments in our own spiritual growth and our, our spiritual health, because ministry is hard. And for some reason, the first thing to go is taking care of ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) and making sure that we are spending time before the Lord and we are, you know, taking those times of surrender and just being there, being still, being quiet, being still has, has died, you know, like we just, it's so hard to do. Mm -hmm. Everything is so noisy. But Mm -hmm. so the caveat to that is making sure that you take the time to turn down the noise and, you know, just really make sure that you're healthy and strong spiritually in your walk with the Lord. And as long as we do that, he gives us everything we need. So Mm -hmm. you're not lacking, you're not less than, you can thrive and be excellent with what you have where you are. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, So gosh, fam, that's just a a little bit of a whet your appetite as to what you're going to get at the Overflow Worship Conference, October 8th and 9th in Wilmer, Minnesota. Um, Make sure you go to overflowworship.com. Use the code worshipleaderprobs when you check out. Um, and make sure you f- follow Andrea, Andrea Olson. It's O-L-S-O-N music uh, on the socials. Um, make sure you look up uh, Overflow Worship. I know it's uh, Overflow Worship official on uh, Instagram, and you got a, a great page on, on Facebook as well. Um, we absolutely love what you guys are doing. We love the heart, uh, the heart of helping teams um, connect together and, mm-hmm. and grow in their craft. And, um, man, I just love that. We're going to be praying, uh, mm-hmm. for God to really bless in, uh, in October and, uh, to really, uh, move in powerful ways in teams as a result of them being there. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, Andrea, for taking the time to come on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Man, I love the heart of that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Something for the entire team. Like that that's that's just absolutely so incredible. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, cool. and to think, you know, oh, this God's called me to do this and then oh my word, this is harder than I thought it was gonna be. I'm only doing it one time. Right. Well, that was in twenty fourteen. So right. here we are, you yeah. know, six or seven years later still mm-hmm. doing it. And I just think that is really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Make sure you guys go uh go check that out. And uh, hey, remember to hit subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. And do us a favor, if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a five. nice review. A really, really five nice stars. review, please. Five, five stars. Five. Anything less than that is uncivilized, and we don't want it. But hey, if you could do that, 
it just really helps us to get uh, the message of the podcast out. It gets it in front of more people. Um, and that's really what we want to do is just reach more people um, with Amen. something that's encouraging to them. And thank you also, though, for following us on all of the socials and for interacting with us. Keep it up. We love hearing from you. We love hearing your stories. So keep interacting. Keep following. Um, tag us and stuff. If you got that Worship Leader Probs gear, tag us um, because we love all of you guys. But at Worship Leader Props on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love you guys. And I'm going to just take a moment here if I can. I want to read a review that we got um, in the month of May. This is from Channing1215. Shout out to This Channing is on Apple Podcast. And it says, found this podcast through Instagram and it just drew me in with real talk and tips on how to become a better worship pastor. It's so refreshing to be engaged in laughter and know that I'm not alone in this ministry role. So many struggles are shared. I appreciate their insight in how to continue to lead my worship teams. Thank you, fam. That's awesome. Thank you, Channing1215. Yeah, thank you. thank you, Channing. Thanks for taking the time to leave that. That is so cool. Um, that's awesome. Um, hey, huge shout out to our friends at Maven Media Productions. They are editing the podcast for us and producing these awesome uh, graphics and videos and all kinds of stuff related to the podcast. And they're just the best people ever. Mm -hmm. So if your church or your ministry or your company, you're looking for somebody to do some like leadership consulting or help design a website or a social media uh, strategy, social media plan, hit them up. MavenMediaProductions.com. They are literally the best. Uh, and they love the Lord and they love the church and we love them. Yes, we do. And also thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. This has been a blast. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for listening. We love you. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>